for those just starting out, to those who built their reputation. In the detail industry, navigating the course is a daily grind. This is Play by Play with industry professionals tackling topics and offering tips to help improve your game plan. Now, here's your Play by Play. Hi, what's up, everybody? We are back with Play by Play. I got my boy Ryan. What up? And uh, we're back from SDC. And the last podcast you saw, um, Ryan was probably a little intoxicated. So don't don't uh, don't don't bash him too bad, right? I mean, I don't remember. Okay, <laughs> so but, uh, but but we're back. And, and in all honesty, shout out to our buddy Joel Lapalm over there for throwing up just one of the you know best parties around. And then what a great show that um, Daryl Lyons then put on. We had a great time. I mean, it was a great show. Lots of people there. Um, just, just a ton of fun. Super proud of the award we took home. Did we not? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Best uh, booth of SDC. Is best that booth. What the... And and there was like no, uh, there was no runner up according to the uh, to the judges. I mean, we just took it. We just took the show. It right? was almost a given. I it guess. Was, I think that's exactly what they said. This was a given. I mean, when you show up no. like we show up, it's kind of hard to. It was fun though. It was fun, and we and we do like to do things big. You know, um, it's just our personality, and in all of our businesses, we like to, um, you know, we like to show up, show out, that's and right. so that's what we did at SDC. But it was just a great show. We had a great time. We did the party Friday night. We got to hang out with our buddies, Detail Billy and Miss Vandy, and the their whole, whole team. Akron crew. Yeah, yep, they're absolutely. awesome. They're always uh, fun to hang out with. They're a ton of you know support, and they were there the whole time. I mean, through setup and all, just good friends of ours, family. Yeah. Um, you know, and then our, our team got to hang out together, too, and enjoy some time. So, had a great time. Great dinner. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, it was just a phenomenal trip, man. I'm so happy. But, look, so today, to I mean, you got, listen, we got some joining of the of the forces here. Today, we got bookies meeting mafia. I mean, that sounds like a pairing made in <laughs> heaven, man. All right. And, uh, and I don't mean the illegal kind. I mean, no. uh, you know. Detail Bookie is meeting Detail Mafia, and uh, and it's going to be cool. But the owner of Detail Mafia, Rennie Doyle, which everybody knows, if you're in this industry, you know who he is. Um, we're going to be having him on the podcast today, um, continuing our influencer series. And you know, obviously, I don't know that it'd be even a series without him uh, being on. And we're we're super pumped that he took a little time out of his day for some. Uh, Schmoes like us, right? Know, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yes. I don't know who we got to follow this up with, but whoever right. it is, I'm sorry. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Maybe I'll just join our podcast live. Oh, I see yeah, what you did we there. Go. I see. Yeah, there we go. Well, no, man, we're, we're legends, pumped. you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, so, yeah, he's a true legend in this industry, and I'm excited to have him on. Um, we also have, of course, uh, today's Hacker Hat coming up. Um, yep. And basically what we're going to be doing is taking something out your laundry room and seeing if we can't do something with bugs and your bumper. Man, so are you getting a towel out of the laundry room? And How about a dryer sheet? What would you think oh, we would be doing a dryer sheet? sheet? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I can't wait to find out. I'm sure. I'm sure Chris probably ran us up a video showing us exactly what what it is y'all got. What y'all? I'm gonna uh, try this line. Hold on. Let's see. So dryer sheets are sent and soften your clothes, but we're told they can also play double duty and help those bugs come off of your bumpers. Oh, bugs nice. and bumpers. A lot bugs of bugs and bumpers. Well, it's be interesting to find that out. Absolutely. Um, well, before we get to that, before we bring uh, Rennie, Ol, uh, Rennie on, um, and which we're excited about, I do want to talk a little bit about some of the things that happened at SDC, but it's really been going on a lot longer than that for yeah, us. 100%. Um, and, and, and I want to talk about positivity and, and you know how you can have cordial relationships, business relationships in this industry without turmoil. And I think SDC brought a lot of people together that mm-hmm. maybe had otherwise had some beef, right. you know, and... Uh, and, you know, and, and how we handle those situations here, you know, within Detail Bookie and Easy and any other business that I own is, you know, we, we kind of fight, uh, you know, we uh, kill them with kindness. Kill them with kindness. Right. Yeah, yeah, we kill them with kindness. And, you know, we, we bring positivity in. And I think that that's what we, you know, tr- get to receive in the end. So. Absolutely. And I think so many of these little, like, spats get started. But uh-huh. it's all from online. Most it of these is. guys never, you know, they haven't even met, yeah. maybe seen each other in passing. But, you know, something gets said and all of a sudden you got beef with somebody for a couple of years. Well, yeah. And, and, and then <laughs> stories get told, you know, over the phone or through text right. and they're out of context. And they're like, you know, maybe it's somewhat of the truth, but there's always, you know, the gray area. And that causes these issues. And what we saw was a lot of these guys came together right. and said, you know what, squash that. And, and and you know what, shout out to Joel again for the IGL party because everybody's yes. invited to that. Yep. And I think that's the icebreaker. You know, that brings all these guys together and you say, hey, man, 
how can I hate it? You know, we're in the same industry. We're doing a lot of the same stuff. We might as well just get along, right? Oh, so can cool we all just see. get along? You, you got IGL, you got System X, you got Onyx. Everybody's yeah. bumping, you know, elbows, rubbing elbows, yeah. and hanging out and having a drink together. And You're then spilling you got, drinks on them and I stuff. Did yeah. spill kind of drinks on them. <laughs> No, but it was great. Peanut butter, uh, yeah. oh, whiskey. Man. Holy crap. Listen, and they brought it out. I asked specifically for no peanut butter whiskey. You know, we told them we, 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 uh, they wanted us to do the podcast, which we were very happy to do. We, Absolutely. you know, we were excited that they asked us, honestly. Right. <laughs> but I said, please, no peanut butter whiskey on this one. Um, and we got a steady dose of peanut butter whiskey. Like, that I think about every fisting. five minutes there was a shot yeah. put down. And it wasn't um, even ready for it. You know, I mean, we were still, like, literally double fisting. What about, uh, whose husband's mic got left on that was hot oh, when gosh, they left the dude. podcast? Paige and, um, uh, Raymond Evans. Uh, yeah, Raymond, that's right. And so he's walking away from the podcast, and you can hear him just talking about it. And, and, uh, we're, me and my, me and Ron are oh. trying to cover it up. <laughs> because we I went back him. and watched that. It was hilarious. I mean, it was pretty, gets pretty loud there for a second <laughs> well, that's, but that's the fun stuff and that's what happens when you're at these things and you know when you go to these things you know we have SEMA coming up in, in a few months and, and guys I want you to understand that if you take positivity into these events you're going to get a lot out of it and you're going to get more out of it than if you go, and if you go into these things you know with this predetermined hatred towards right. someone or dislike towards someone you don't have to love them you know, but just, you know, acknowledgement that, hey, we're all in the same industry. We're all pretty much fighting the same battles Absolutely. as far as the work's concerned. For sure. And we all have things going on outside of work that may, you know, that may cause us to not, you know, see eye to eye all the time. But that stuff's on the side. You know, let's deal with stuff. Let's build, deal with business. Face up and, and be cordial and, and bring positivity into this industry. And I promise you that we'll get much more out of it. You know, those vague Facebook posts that yes. don't necessarily say any individual, but kind of those, it could be anybody. And so for anybody that's on the outside, you know, now you're making up all these stories in your head, trying to fill in the gaps yeah, that, that aren't it's there. It's left and, open to interpretation. Exactly. And we all know how we do those things. So guys, you know, stop doing that. Right. Yeah, it's pretty simple, right? Yep. 100%. And, uh, you know, and, and this goes with every bit, you know, so even in our detailing business and, and you guys that follow us all the time, you know, that the way we handle that, like our local competition is we're buddies, you know, we're friends yep. and I, I like their posts. I shared, um, uh, one of the little Ben's, uh, posts the other day, he was neat, you know, he had a spot to fill. So we're sharing it to my personal page, right. of course, because, you know, there may be somebody that's following my timeline that can't get into our schedule and there he goes, he may have booked a detail out of it. And, you know, that doesn't, these, that's just. You know, that's just normal workflow for us. Helping out your customers. If you can't get to them, you want to put somebody else with a good skill set that you validated, and, and Ben's the man. That, you know? Absolutely. And this also trickles into your personal life, too. And, and we all find times that we're going through things that you never, maybe you never thought you would, or it's just really trying times. Ryan, I know you've been there. I know you've been and, there, uh, too. Yeah, yeah. And so, listen, at some point, you have to say, don't, you know, we can't dwell on the things that aren't going right. We focus on what can go Right, you know, where can we go from here? And like the the, you know, this is kind of cliche, but not why is this happening to me? Or, or you know, what is it? What's the saying? Like this can't. Me. Yeah, uh, uh, I don't even know. Shit, <laughs> it's um. God the, never gives uh, you more is, than you can handle. No, no this that. is not happening to us. This is happening for us. You know, oh, and, and yeah. So this is not happening to me. It's happening for me. Okay. And so if you change that mindset into a a positive approach and say, what can I gain from this instead of what am I losing? I think that that, tra you know, that trajectory is the right way to do it. And just like, um, you know, a lot of other owners in their businesses, your businesses, this, this place feeds off of my vibe and my energy. And so if my energy is not great or not positive or I'm not, you know, feeling the best, this, the, the energy in this uh, business is kind of sucked down. And so I think that, you know, we, we have to realize as business owners, the impact that we have on uh, those around us and make sure that we're doing right all the time. That's know? right. Um, so anyways, there I'll step down off my soapbox and I'll get over <laughs> here because we have a heck of a guest coming on. And I think, you know, unless you have anything else you want to say, we'll just bring. Uh, oh, man, let's, do, let's bring them on. Yeah, let's do that. Hey. All right. What's up, buddy? What's up, man? How you guys doing? Doing great. How are you? Fantastic. Doing awesome. Look at those smiles. Yeah, that's right. That's right. The uh, the million dollar smile and the fifty dollar smile. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. So look, man, we just got back from SDC, and uh, you know, we know that you were over at Waxdot in London. How how was uh how was it over there? How was the convention? It was it was incredible. You know, it was my yeah. second time um, going over for the show, and uh, you know, it was good to have a good good mojo going on because we haven't been around each other. You know, just sure. like it was mobile tech and. 
and I'm sure at SDC, but it was just, yeah. it was cool to be around people and, and, and see a lot of old friends and, and meet a lot of cool new people. Yeah, you know, it's really cool coming out of the times that we were all kind of divided and, and, and you know, made to stay away. It's really fun and neat to get back in there and socialize and, you know, face-to-face -face interaction and be comfortable. And in hugging, a lot of hugging at FDC. I don't know if <laughs> I think you know. there was some tears shed oh, at some point. No. <laughs> um, yeah. but, you know, it's, uh, it, it's nice, and it's fun to have that personal interaction uh, for sure. No, it was much needed, man, and I think, you know, the emotions come out. We saw – you know, it was like a, the whole COVID thing was, you know, I mean, you know, not poking fun at it. I mean, my wife and I both serve in the guard here in California and we were, we were actively deployed and undeployed and then back deployed and undeployed. And it was, it was like an old Bugs Bunny, you know, Daffy Duck. It's, it's rabbit season. No, it's duck season. No, it's right. We yeah. didn't know if we we're going to help with food banks uh, or medical missions or riots, you know, right. and it, it was good to just like, and then, you know, everybody started in the industry kind of eating each other or kind of cannibalistic. And you had the groups that were coming together, then the groups that were pissed off at the people that were coming together and, and then the people that were just confused. And then I think we all, all got a little angry because we were tired of being, you know, boarded up. And, and yeah. uh, it just, it really, you know, I learned something valuable because I, I live, you know, I've got a, a wilderness area five minutes from my house. Mm -hmm. COVID was happening. I was putting videos up me hiking and I, and I, I kept getting some hate mail. I was like, what is it about this? Then I realized there's a lot of people like that were in LA and London and New York that were shut down yeah. and I was pissing people off. So I had to stop with the, you know, going out and because so, we don't, we don't understand other people's battles. It, That's right. so, That's right. You know, back to your guys' point is there was a, I actually, we, we, we saw several people tear up and, and I was one of them at mm -hmm. Blackstock because opportunities have arose, you know, changes yeah. have happened. We've lost people, you know, yep. People have, have, have died. People have lost family members. Absolutely. New babies were born. And right. so it was, it was it, and then new opportunities were born. That's it. That's it. And, you know, I, I think you bring up a good point that, like, you know, these, this time apart gave us to really gave us an opportunity to look at what what we really care about and what's valuable and you know this social interaction is huge oh man you know i don't think any of us i think we all took it for granted like you know we can and actually you know it got toxic for a while because it was so much and now that you take that away and you say okay what's truly valuable what do we get out of this and and that and we're we're you know humans are social beings and i think that you strip that out of us and we get you know we get a little bit crazy yeah oh. <laughs> i know i do yeah no but uh, i get a little stir crazy i yeah. think is what it's called uh, a little shiny feeling so time uh, to time but it was great i mean uh sdc was fun mte man we had a blast down there and uh looking forward to sema for sure um and, and just being a part of our industry getting to rub elbows with guys like you and and uh you know just just to be around people that fight the same battles as us and and all that so it's good so uh while you were over at waxstock did you see any trends that haven't quite made it across the pond um yeah, yeah you know I saw, I, ironically you know what i saw that's really cool is the Europeans got a special blend of marketing, man. And like they're, uh -huh. so many of them are mobile, even though the weather is pretty challenging. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you what, the way that they're outfitting their vans and the really? way the vans look, oh, dude, I took some pictures and I'll, I'll put some stuff up, man. But yeah, it was like, I just sat there for a second and I said, man, my old shit from 20 years ago yeah. looked like, <laughs> you know, dude, it, I, I thought it was like cutting edge and, and badass but yeah these dudes and, and dudettes i mean they've, they've got a they've got an eye for style that i think is catching on in america but we're sure. we're a step behind well, it man. well we always are especially in the style thing uh, and i'm always a couple steps behind everybody else but <laughs> speaking of outfitting a mobile rig i remember my first um trailer that i had and i i was in the home building business back in 08 when the market crashed and then so a few years later, it got into detailing, and I so I used my 16-foot box trailer because I thought I needed that big of a trailer uh, to for detailing. And I remember like plumbing it in, you know, and having a holding tank of 250 gallons of water, and just taking this thing everywhere, dragging around like everywhere we went, and, nice. and you know, like thinking that this was like the coolest rig ever. And then I look back, like I look at the stuff now, and these guys are in the back of a transit or or even smaller, and they have like, I mean, it is pristine. They got the hoses on reels, and you know, you just pull up, pull things out and i'm like oh man they would have died if they'd have saw my, my box trailer i was dragging around um, and old ben with his uh his green uh detailing machine oh yeah 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 the solar panel Sun, yeah. solar panel yeah. completely Norwal, i think yeah narwhal yeah Dude, is that killer or what i mean it, that's just, cool just that's real cool. you know yeah it the is future. 
So, so Rennie, you know, before we kind of get deep into Detailers Mafia and that kind of stuff, for our listeners that maybe are just starting out in the industry, that you know, I don't know if they've lived under a rock or what, that may not know a little bit about you. Kind of, could you tell us like how you got started in the industry? And you know, uh, you know, don't I don't think we had to spend the whole time doing that because most of them probably know. But just, just you know, an overview. You got it. You know, I grew up. Uh, I grew up like a lot of people did that are in this industry. It was kind of an underdog. You know, didn't yeah. know my dad growing up. Uh, my yeah. mom and dad poof. My dad was gone before I got was born. Mom and grandma raised me. Um, we didn't have shit. We didn't. Excuse me. We didn't. We didn't have anything. We we had no car. We didn't have a TV most of my life. And I found out when I was thirteen that my grandma was on food stamps. Oh wow! And it broke my heart. It still tears me up to today because she was such a powerful woman. And I I just I decided I was going to go to work, man. And I'd already been doing stuff on the side lawns and all that stuff. I happened to go out to an airport, uh, which is kind of ironic because Top Gun's out right now, right? The the, the uh, Maverick. And uh, when when Goose got killed in the first one, I was really blessed because the aerial photography was shot from a guy named Art Scholl. And Art Scholl got me my start cleaning airplanes. And Art Scholl actually died during the filming of the segment that where Goose got killed. I I just read that yesterday. Yeah. And so Art's the dude that got me my start. And he was the first, like, he's the first man that made me cry because I was terrified of the dude. I'm sorry, go ahead. But he pushed me, you know, yeah, and sure. I'd never been pushed from a male before, so I was terrified, you know. And I just kept growing from there. I met this the uh my first girlfriend, her parents, the Bartels, um, changed my life. They're entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and it just showed me, you know, what could be done. And then and then I had my my next set of mentors, um, you know, Walt Monique Stankowitz there in the food industry, and um Walt was a, a, a fellow uh uh, a half Italian, you know, dude that, that shared a passion and they taught me what personal branding was. I was trying to be too big. Um, and then the mafia came along, you know, and here I was already, you know, well into my career was at a a very high, you know, um, um, seven figure, you know, net worth. And, Mm -hmm. and those, those guys and gals in this group have just absolutely changed my life, you know, and, Detailing started out, I started out mobile and I sold my first business thinking I was a hot shot. Yeah. I'd been a millionaire by the time I was 25 and I, I, I didn't realize until I was probably closer to 30 that I was in the right place at the right time and it created something. I was extremely lucky. I sold it, made some money and then reality hit me because I wasn't young and cute anymore. Uh, <laughs> I had to go out and find actual customers that didn't pity me for being a poor kid. Right. And then I had to go out and earn it. And that earning, you know, it my 20s i had to figure it out by the 30s i was all screwed up because i just the 20s i was out having a good time mountaineering you know, i was involved in search and rescue and and survival training and all this stuff and and then i got into my 30s and i kind of forgot where i was at i started having kids and and just got lost i, I lost me i honestly lost me and it took my entire 40s to fix my 30s and uh, i don't want people to do that right you are, and, and it's easy to do you know, it's easy to get lost in that, and uh, I can relate on a few different levels. I mean, you know, uh, going into, you know, the entrepreneurial world is kind of a, a blessing and a curse, as you probably know. Um, you know, it's 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 tough, and it's not always is, is, is what it looks like, you know, from outside in. But, you know, growing up with minimal um, and, and having the need saying, okay, I always wanted more, and that puts me into business. You know, from when I was 14, I have my first business license that's hanging in my office at 14 uh, with a paintball field. And then it just kind of, you know, as a serial entrepreneur from there, just always to the next thing and uh, led me into detailing because I'd always kept my own stuff detailed. Uh, I had a passion for it and, uh, you know, just wanted to uh, really just kind of drove a sign in the yard one day and said, you know what, I'm going to start doing this thing like a lot of people. You know, it's low cost of entry to get in the business for sure. And then you figure out that you really don't know anything about it as you grow and 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 learn and watch other people do it and that was years ago and you know fast forward now it's like um you know it's it's it's, a, it's an awesome industry to be a part of and, and I, I love it and now there's trainings so the guys don't have to necessarily learn from their mistakes every single time mm-hmm. um but somebody like yourself being a pioneer when it comes to aviation detailing i mean was that even a thing whenever you you know kind of was starting out yeah, you know, I put aviation just it was a it was a niche within a niche because detailing was you know it's I mean we have movies that made fun of detailers yeah. you know Biff you know and you know Back to the Future <laughs> yeah but it was the same way it was it was just one notch as you're 
you were instead of being a junior high uh, janitor, you're a high school janitor. Yeah, yeah. the difference. But you know, a lot of people don't realize this is that I made. I always tell people this is that I made my living with automotive detailing. I made my lifestyle with aircraft, and yeah. really, the aircraft is what fed the beast of the automotive world. Is that I used it as a marketing step because even today, aircraft detailing strongly. It, it's unreal on how I watch these professionals out detailing airplanes and it makes me cringe. Yeah. Because yeah. I've heard that before. The liability on this thing is you're not, and these, these cats don't know what they're doing. They don't know. They don't know. And, and it's funny that you said that I did the same thing with, with very large boats and yachts as I was detailing in the Marine world. Like that was a small portion of my income, but that was a big portion of my marketing because if people trusted yeah. me to do a, you know, a two or $3 million boat or five right. million or whatever, then what's the, you know, then, then the guy with the hundred thousand dollar Porsche doesn't mind or there ain't, you know, like, you know, heck that's just, if he can do a, a 80 foot boat or whatever, he can do my, my oh, portion. Yeah. So we did that, you know, and, and same thing with aviation, but I, but I, but you're absolutely right. You know, we, you know, watch some of these guys and, and, you know, man, the, the, the liability that they're assuming because they, you know, they don't have proper training and you can tell just by, you know, their typical posts and stuff that what they're doing is not, not great. So, you know, you know, let's use this platform to put a little truth and reality into it is right now on the aircraft side of things is if you got a composite aircraft and you're coding it, Mm -hmm. several of those companies have said, if you coat composite airplane, everything, 100% of the warranty, is voided yep that's so right the cats are going out and doing it and because there's problems there's mm-hmm. problems with the coding interfering with things i'm not even going to dive into that cesspool sure. people need to open their eyes up because just because a coding company and listen i got I, i've got a brand right here mm-hmm. it's just because a coding company says oh yeah it's cool to put it on an aircraft yeah might not be the fact man well, Right, yeah, and they're not liable in any way. You know, it's up to you as the detailer and the installer to educate yourself and educate your client on what you're doing. That's that's. Listen, we don't rely on these coding companies to tell us how to run our business or what we should do. They sell a product just like tire shine and window cleaner. Okay, yep. you know, <laughs> Windex it. You know, <laughs> Windex it and call me and say, hey, you know what? That that glass is streaky. Let me cover it. And in the same way that these coding companies are. It's we are we warrant our services. We are Amen. responsible for our services, and you know what? They sell us a product. Amen, amen. And so the detailers got to get a little wiser and do a Absolutely. little bit. Reach out to people that know what the hell they're. And I'm not saying I know what I know what I'm doing, but I read up on what's going on. Sure. And I've Absolutely. got my fingers really deep into the aviation. You know, I fly. My daughter's a pilot. I mean, uh, our daughter works on. She's a she's a uh, maintenance manager on F-22s and F-35s uh-huh. for the Air Force. Um, you know, I, I would say that we're pretty neck deep into the aviation side sure. of things. And, you know, it, it's it's uh, you just got to go into it with your eyes wide open and know what the hell you're talking about. Absolutely. I've heard the, the detailers and uh, mechanics are pretty much neck and neck on who's the most hated by the pilots. Uh, you know, they <laughs> really. Yeah, it, yeah, but well, yet if you market yourself right is that, you know, my first my first aviation partner when I came back. Or client when i came back into detailing uh 20 something years ago dave morris is one of my best friends my kid grew up around him we still i was his best buddy in the world and the reason why is i'd never allow his airplane to get him in trouble is that i would always hey man we can't do that or this isn't needed that's too much it's going too far yeah. time out is that i was the perfect i don't go to my dentist and tell him what the hell he's going to do in my mouth right uh, you know i tell him when it hurts and when it doesn't hurt and do his doc his job you know what's funny is you don't also, you also don't tell your dentist what you're going to pay, and as the customers are dictating the price, you know you see these detailers come on and say, "Well, you know, the customers say they would pay this." Like, well, you know that's fine, and there may be a, a you know a detailer out there that will work for that, but it may may not fit. That may not be your customer, and so just like you wouldn't go educate your dentist, you wouldn't go ask him or tell him what you're going to pay, but. You know, let's talk about trainings for a bit. I know that you guys, um, y'all been in, you know, been doing trainings for a long time. And I'm, I can imagine, I know when I started in around 2011, it was still minimal. But you guys started in the early 2000s, right? Doing trainings or teaching, you know, having, putting on trainings? Oh, oh, five. A lot of people know. Back in about 2001, we actually franchised our Attention to Details brand. Really? And so we had, we had a partnership with three I had three locations that were I was partner on. Well, one I, I solely owned, and then two mm-hmm. others I was partners on. And then we had three franchise operations. Wow. 
And I quickly, this is a lesson I, w- I hope other people learn. I quickly learned that I wasn't big enough. I wasn't powerful enough. I wasn't wealthy enough. And I didn't have enough staff to, to manage that. And pretty soon, uh, it was like, uh, I was like a rodeo freaking rider on a bronc that was just kicking my booty all over the place. And I wasn't able to stay on this thing. So we backed off, we sold three of the locations and um, we, we we still had a need. People were coming to me for training. So I said, well, yeah, why not? So we, we started on the aircraft side of things and then we moved into the automotive. Mm-hmm. And what we did is that, you know, a lot of people on the training side, military's put a lot of money into me. And the NASAR, National Association of Search and Rescue, put a lot of money into me of, of me becoming a professional trainer. I am not a guns blazing special forces dude. Sure. If you're going to send me to war, that means that the Girl Scouts and the Boy Scouts just lost <laughs> it. In, right? But yeah. what, I, what I do do is I'm very good at, at teaching survival. I'm te- mm-hmm. teaching, you know, uh, evasion, teaching search and rescue, uh, man tracking, all these different things. Mm-hmm. They've put probably seven figures into getting me to be a professional trainer. Sure. So when somebody comes to us, that's why the mafia has been so successful is that we're not here to train you. And it's, I always tell people, we have a huge Italian dinner uh, the, the Friday night, and we always tell the same story. To, this last five days doesn't mean shit. Right. It's how many years you decide to engage us. That's really, that's where the relationship starts. That's so, right. you know, there's a training for everything now, right? And man, I'm not gonna, the only thing I'll do is make sure, A, the person's at the level you wanna be at that's training you. Yep. Gotcha. Yep. There's a lot of people that are three years into this, and they're training people and I go, okay. Um, and there's a whole generation of detailers that have not faced uh, a, a financial crisis, which is about mm-hmm. ready to change. Right. Um, and you've got to make sure that you've got a, not just a trainer, but a team behind you that it's not, it's not just the training itself. It's the relationship and what it's going to do for you. I love the fact that we actually, it's like you guys with, with what you do software, mm-hmm. man, I don't sp- I, you know, if there's cheap software out there, you might warn people away. That's about as, as nasty as you're going to get. Absolutely. Yeah. If there's great software out there, you're going to go, Hey man, go do it because it's going to lift us all up. Sure, ours is right. this. We like ours. We're detailers. Yeah. Here's what we offer you. We're going to make a suggestion. You're going to make a decision. That's right. That's it. That's it. You know, a facilitator of services is that's exactly. And so your industry's changed the industry. Our side of the industry's changed the industry. And, and I think I cannot, I get chills. We got 20 something millionaires in our group. Yeah. From what yeah. the hell? You know, <laughs> what the hell? It's amazing. And it, if you're going to go get training, go get it. Yeah, it, it is. And, you know, we speak on training a lot here. We And, and our approach is exactly what you said. You need to... You need to make sure who's putting it on. What what is the what is it they're pushing? What is their reason for it? What is their resume? Is it somebody that's you know uh, you know that that they you know that what they're claiming is exactly what they're you know able to do? And what do you have to gain from it? Make sure that you do your homework on where you're going, and that's not just you know just about purchasing a product or whatever. Um, we have a lot of good friends in the industry that do great trainings and they do sell products, but but you know there's a lot of them too that that you know are just doing it to. To, to push some uh, inventory on you, and uh, and you got to watch out for that. But also, um, you know, speaking of where our industry has come from, you know, I remember when I first started, a hundred and fifty or two hundred dollar detail was like you had done the deal for that day. You know, that was awesome. And now, you know, we're like a hundred and fifty dollar detail. And you're like, oh man, we got to, you know, like this is, you know, that's a slump on one of the bays for an hour. You know, <laughs> like uh, we got one hour to get it done. Ex- you know? Exactly, exactly. I mean, no kidding. And and so it it is amazing how our industry, how far our industry's coming, and the professionalism that is now stepping up. And you know, and each one of us are requiring the other ones to act in a more professional level and have software to manage their business and be trained as a professional and understand how to educate the customer and what to claim. But you know, there's still a lot more out there that, that we've got to you know the come up's got to happen too. And I think that that our industry as a whole is just moving at a you know a very rapid pace, and uh, it's, it's a great time to be in it for sure. Let me, let me share this. We had a guy sitting at our table a few months ago. Okay, I came to training, never detailed, never touched a polisher. Mm-hmm. Ivy League College, Ivy League, no, Ivy League College, get this, Ivy League Law School, a attorney for one of a, 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 a Fortune 100 company, 
Come and on. I got a message from him not so long ago that I am ready to quit. I want to do this full time. Yeah. I'm ready. He's a guy my age. He's worked his career. And I, you know, talking to him, I'm not going to mention any names. He wishes to God. He says, you know, I've had a great life, but I've been enslaved. Yeah. Yep. And you know, detail <laughs> business can do the same thing if you're not careful. That's why you want all these mentors and and no men around you, people that will tell you, hey, you're screwing up. Yes. You know, yep. get back on path. But how cool is it that five, five, maybe five percent of the industry that's coming in, the new people, are at that level of education, it's, and they're it's incredible. Yeah, it's it, it's amazing. It legitimizes, you know, completely. That, it it does, you know. and 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 I mean, literally seven, eight, nine, ten years ago, like that's just we were we were we were a long way from that. You know, we were guys carrying around a bucket in a in a in a brush, and I mean, not really, but that's that was the concept. You know, we were the car wash. Yeah. And so now now we're you know we've helped ourselves get past that, and so we want to continue that efforts and pushing in the right direction. It's exciting. And I see something on the uh, on the horizon. I mean, I just think it just came to me. You know, the mafia <laughs> and uh, some bookies. I feel like there's something there that might be able to, you know, yeah. some sort of collab that we it's, could, you know. Yeah. I, it, it, just, it's all the names, man. Well, that's you know, what, you know I'm curious because we get, at, or yes. I get asked a lot, well, not a lot, but enough to, you know, where did right. the name come from? You know, so, well, it's a booking software. And when I was coming up with names, I mean, I was had a hundred names and I'm driving down the road and I'm, and I'll never forget my mom's in the back seat and stepdad, we're going down the beach. And, uh, and I, and I said, you know, we're booking software, what about detail booking? And my mom's like, that's it. That's it. You know? And I'm like, there's no negative connotation towards that. No, no, it's your, you know, your bookie, you, you take jobs. <laughs> Uh, so, so how did so, you get? Yeah, where did where did uh, the mafia come from? Well, this is uh, I'll give you guys the information so you know I'm not full of shit. Go in, <laughs> and type type in Google Fred Vaco, V A C C O, uh-huh. Crime Watch, L A, Los Angeles. You're gonna find my grandpa on a list of 60 other mafia members oh, that was on me. the Southern California mafia list in 1959. And so oh. my mom is 100% Italian, Italian princess. God rest her soul. Be I, I, lo- I yeah. miss you. But um, my grandpa was a mafia guy. And you know what? I mean, I went through a backgrounds and I've had several files thrown in front of me and say, hey, explain your you know, relationship with your grandpa. Well, he sure. died when I was two. Uh, <laughs> you know, I really didn't carry on the family tradition. Right. But that you know, it comes from somebody asked us one day back in 2005 that our group, you know, the industries, we we're kind of heavy handed back then because there's a lot of a-holes. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And so we just didn't take shit from anybody. And the mafia is completely different. The, the requirements to be mafia is insane. And uh-huh. one, of the, one of the requirements, you got to support the, the, the uh, IDA. The next one is you got to support the industry. And the next one is you got to be of high moral values. And if you're not, we cut you. And, yeah. you know, and we've done it. We just did it again. And so we, we do lose people. But the name, somebody in an interview said, well, you guys are, you don't talk a lot. You're kind of like the mafia. You're just about business. And I uh-huh. went, Yes, uh, we are. Yes, and we it, are. That's it. I, I hired a guy on, um, you know, the skull has meaning to me mm-hmm. is that I have faced, uh, I've seen a lot of death in my, my, my sideline career. Mm-hmm. And when I see a skull is it's not dark to me, believe it or not, is it means life. It means that someday we're all going to the same. We started the same. We're going to end the same point too, because there's a huge one right here. But um, is that it means to live my life every single day and enjoy the breath that's in my lungs and to help other people breathe the same lifestyle I've got. And, and, that's awesome. you know, and that I look at that every day and it means so much to us. He does have a cigar in his mouth. Um, you know, I guess that could be a little negative, but we, we do not. Is that Billy Boggess's school? Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) it's, we have a gentler uh, version of it that doesn't have the cigar, but I don't like that as much. No, I was no, actually that's... wondering, do I have to be a made man to get some swag? Because I would love like a skull, you know. In, yeah, but we're not, we we do have something we're designing now to put out to the general public, but that okay. is really that's cool. gotta, it's about two years to get become made, uh, wow. and we want to see you again. Everybody thinks we want to tie it into profits, which comes back into what I'm a big preacher of is education and software. Mm-hmm. Have been for twenty years. But is that you've got to show us that you're living a life. Uh, instance, I'll give you a guy, Joab, uh, down in Orange County. He's, he came to us. He's working his ass off. He's got a great business seven days a week, cranking it out. And now, you know, he owns property. He owns real estate in Orange County, California. Uh, he, he probably takes six or seven vacations a year. Is that, to me, that's what we're promoting is live a good life. Go out and make some money. 
but don't 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 take in uh, don't chase down business. Let ch- business chase Let you. Come to you. Yeah, you know, and I think these guys get so starstruck or, or like enamored by these you know these supercars and the cars that they want to do, and instead of them thinking, wow, I could be the owner of one of those, they're always chasing the the owner of that instead right. of like, hey, I can actually be that guy. It's like I would just want to go work for that guy, and I've always had the opposite thought. Like I'm, you know, like when I'm dealing with my, me and my customers speak on the equal level, you know, and 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 I'm just a professional in this industry as they're probably a professional in theirs, and and you know, and I think that that's uh, that transition should be made at some point as to, you know, take yourself out of the mindset of that car wash just here to provide a service, but but we we're playing on equal. You know, right. fields here. You but know? What did you think about the seven vacations, man? I mean, talk about one vacation. <laughs> this guy right here, we can't. I mean, he literally is the worst vacationer I've ever met. I mean, he's terrible. Chris, my Chris is the same way. I've been begging him for a year and a half. Even I even offered to pay for it. Yeah. And I still get the guy, and I'm sure he's going to watch this and listen. But Chris, go take a vacation, dude. You need it. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you know, here's my thing: is I'm good on vacation for a few days, and uh, but but after that, I start to get stir crazy, and and I'm used to that buzz around me. So in in our office, I think there's 35 or 36 employees now, and there's always a buzz, okay? And there's always that need, and 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 of course, like as an entrepreneur, that need is what pulls me. Um, as you're needed all the time. And so about two or three days into vacation, and I'm like, okay, there's not enough Some, to Somebody do. needs me right now. I I've know rolled it. enough roller coasters <laughs> or been down enough water slides or, you know, um, made enough peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Like, I'm ready to, like, I need to be needed on a different level. And so somebody asked me a question. <laughs> right. I mean, this is literally my favorite time of the week because I actually get an hour of his time. Like, you right. know, sure, i got to share it with someone, but at least, you know, I this is the most time I get to spend with him all week. He's, he's in a million different directions handling a million different things but you know let me tell you let me tell you what's going to happen i've been in your shoes i had 36 of my largest and then i made a drastic change so i can't do this anymore sure. and then and then about four or five years ago the mafia was you know almost 200 strong i never ran a 200 you know member company before which is basically uh-huh. what it is that's what it is yeah. the membership and said hey guys this is my group this is yours i need yeah. help yeah. sos and let me tell you, how old are you? How old are you guys? Uh, 37, 42. Okay. I'm going to tell you, I'm not. I'm never going to tell somebody to put the brakes on. Uh-huh. But I'm going to encourage you right now is that you've got to learn to be comfortable in the silence. Is okay. that here's why. When you can become comfortable in the silence, and the best thing I ever did was go on a cruise. My wife talked me into cruise, and I was like you. I was like, uh, you don't want this. I, I'm going <laughs> to right. No time now what I do when she gets me into those things. We got, you know, we do a lot of overlanding. So that's our overlanding rig right there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, let me tell you what happens now. I'm the, I don't touch my phone. I've got an appointment every day, and I don't drink except mm-hmm. when I'm on vacation. Okay. I do enjoy oh, nice. Yeah. On it, you know, it's got to have an umbrella in it. Yeah. And I sit back at the pool. I'm also to the age where my wife and I aren't jealous. I go on a cruise ship. <laughs> I enjoy the sights because it's a yeah. target, target-rich environment. That's uh, right. I have a drink until I'm buzzed. I have a cigar until I'm buzzed. I go take a nap. I come back, repeat, come back, repeat, come back, repeat. Seven days later, well, eight days when I get off that boat, I am more creative on that on the two, three months after that. And I, I, I find ways to be to make money and not spend time doing it. Sure. Yeah, and that's, that's huge. Awesome. It's huge. So speaking to the cruise, and uh, I haven't been on one in a few years, well, since COVID. And and so that was one of the things that I could do because of the lack of phone service. You know, we put the phone in the safe. And that was one of the vacations that I took that I truly got the most out of because of just what you said. Like on a cruise, you know, if we went with a group of people, usually that's what would happen. If you weren't with me, then you didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> and so, like, if you, you know, and, and I'm not trying to be any kind of way, but that's the truth. You know, you, I had no phone. I had no contact. And, and I just did what I want to do. And and so a cruise is absolutely a way to disconnect. And I'm glad that, that hopefully, you know, we're on a path to get these things open back up and safe and, you know, and and, and where there where it's a lot more uh, it happening a lot more, and we can we can go to enjoy that. Yeah, and comfortable in silence is not my strong suit either. I, I tend to uh, <laughs> vomit. You, I, had uh, I had it just, in my twenties, and I was more productive and more successful then. I lost it in my thirties. It took my forties to get it back, and I'm I still struggle. I'm not gonna. I mean, I'm twenty years sure. older than you guys, and I really like. Okay, I had a I had a relaxing day yesterday. I had to get used to an eight hour time change again. Was over there. Was bam, 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 bam. We're hitting on all cylinders. And I come back yesterday. I go, okay, I'm going to relax. And 15 minutes into it, I'm going, I wonder what we're like. You know, I, I, mean, yeah. I got 
somebody. No, I mean, everybody knows I'm home and the phone starts ringing and, you know, I, I had to take calls. You know, I just. Yeah, I mean, next thing you know, it's six hours later. And, and yep. so I'm glad you said that, that you can relate to the other side because, you know, you as like as you start, to, you know, hear this. And I'm like, you know, start feeling guilty, like, man, shut up, you know. But it's, so it was something that you experienced um, as cha- that changed and you evolved into. And it came and went at times, so so there's no lost hope here. I still no, have a chance to have chance. a vacation, huh? No, you know what? It's a periodic, man. It's just to make it a goal to where you've got to do a shutdown. That's why this rig sitting right here is that you, there's a forced shutdown. It's on my calendar. It's booked out. It's me. It's it. You know, you got to put oh. time. To, uh, if you've got a wife, significant other, kids, dogs, anything else. Sure. But the biggest thing that the, the mistake I made was, and I still make it to today, is I'm a giver. And I really want to, I just had, I don't know if you guys ever heard of a disc, uh, a disc study. We had a disc report done on each one of our leadership and it tells you exactly where your personality is. And mine's, mine's motivated towards success at about 70%. And then it's 98% towards helping others. Right. Is Absolutely. That. And rules don't exist to me. Uh, and time frames don't exist to me. I don't, I don't give a shit. I want it done now yeah. and succeed. And I want to take other people with me. Man, I, I, you got, okay. Uh, so I must have read your book in a past life because that's exactly how I feel it. So you know, to me, uh, it, it's got to happen now. If if we think of it, it's not. We're not going to plan for two weeks to, to look. We're doing it now, today, or yesterday. You know, that's even better. And then, um, and then it has nothing to do with my success. So I could care less about what I have in the bank or what we have. It's all about everybody around me, and are they better than when they were when we found them? Yeah. And where what's the trajectory of everyone around me? Because I know if everybody else is going up, then I've got to be going up too. I could care less about the my my you know own kind of success or what I have in the bank per se. It's more about like everybody around me is going on the come up, and and I want to just be right there with them. You know, what well, it's it, like it, is it, he's it, a rocket ship, and I'm absolutely. just trying to hold on. We're all just holding on as tight as we can. Absolutely. <laughs> There's the downside for me to be like this though is that. Uh-huh. I don't take clingers too well uh-huh. is okay. that if you're not willing to do what I did mm-hmm. and pull your own weight and figure this shit out on your own and you start coattailing it or you start, I can see people from a mile away in this industry and even inside of our group that mm-hmm. they're all nice and sweet and they want it, but they want to ride your coattails a little bit, Absolutely. but on the same time, they're real open to sabotage. And man, I'll tell you what now, is I cut you, you know, Dingleberry is you wipe those. <laughs> and, and I'm all about, man, I'll sit there, but my eyes have been open. And if you're Dingleberry, if, if you know, yeah. I have no room for that, no emotion room for that. Go make this shit happen. I'm going to help you all I can. But if you're not carrying your own, don't expect me to carry that weight for you. You know, you said something um, uh, pre-show here as we were just talking about you hope that someone gets one thing out of this, and that's the whole goal, and that's kind of our goal too. Yes. Well, just know that that just happened with me right now because I don't think that I've ever thought about anything in that aspect as, you know, like, you know, because I am a giver, and I, you know, like, and, and, and that can be taken advantage of at times, and I've absolutely had that happen. But to be able to self-aware enough to know who's not, who's just taking and not providing, you know, not adding value, but who's just taking. And mm-hmm. I'd never thought about it in that aspect. So, Ryan, if you don't mind, there's the door. No, <laughs> no I'm just kidding. I'm playing with him. He's my he's my boy, and we know that. But but seriously, you know. So so just so you know, we can check that off the list too. Um, but the podcast yeah, has been successful. We were talk, yeah, talking to Billy Bogus about yeah. you know making making those decisive you know actually making decisions and, and acting on that. Oh, dude, 100. percent yeah. You know, he's given me the freedom to literally like say, all right, there's one customer when you started this you know yeah. job sales manager for the software company yep. and and now we're almost two years in we got you know several hundred customers on they've all went through me and it's like you know it it he's he's put me in the position to where i get to actually do it yeah and, you run and, the show and not have to like you know there's there's not the eyes on my shoulder hey you didn't say that right or hey you're not doing this well, right i mean it's yeah, it's right. literally just here, you know, and, and it took a while for, you know, for us to both get the trust in each other to know that, you know, yeah, you've got it. You've got the right idea. I believe in you and now you believe in me. And so, man, good for you. It's a so, huge step. Yeah. So, you know, kind of circling back, I know we kind of went down the rabbit hole there and, and want to bring it back in. So, so guys watching this, maybe guys and girls watching this can, can get something out of it. What do you think what one of the most innovative changes in our industry has been? I mean, what do you think that one of those things that just, you know, it's hard to deny that it just really kind of catapulted us? 
You know, I, I, there's no doubt. I think that, and, and one goes in hand with the other one. I, I'm going to say coatings. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Legitimized, you know, and it was able to take and go from us being, you know, scrap eaters to, you know, you know, those, you know, the little fish that follows a great white shark. Yeah. Uh-huh. Eats the scraps is now we're actually the great white shark. Uh, or maybe we're, we're a Mako. Our customers are a great white, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, but I think coatings is it. I'd say education um is is it and then ironically believe it or not i I think software i've been preaching this for 20 years because you know what you don't know what you are unless you know what you you're doing and Mm -hmm. you know we've been saying it. i've sold several successful businesses in and out of detailing um we always have our fingers you know we got a product line we got a training we got an association or group so to say uh we've got real estate we've got our fingers in a lot of and we've got a brand new company launching early next year that we'll, we'll, we'll get you guys involved in. Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. But you know, I think that the software, what it is, it's truth serum. Yes. It, it tells is. what you're doing and what you're not. And, yep. and I, you know, I'm looking for, we got Chris, Chris and I are looking for a virtual assistant right now um, is, is you got software that for the cost of membership is a full-time <laughs> assistant. Absolutely. Yeah. You must've heard my pitch. Yeah, you can't put a price to that. I don't care what brand you you select, as long as it's really good That's and it's it. centric towards our industry. It's got you can't be using shit that was developed for a plumber. You can twist Correct. it, but we Correct. did that for long enough, and it was not user friendly. No, that's what got us here. You know, so we, you know, I did the same thing for my detailing business. The only reason that Detail Bookie exists is because I needed a software that would manage my business and all the nuances that detailing has. Okay, so, and I just didn't see anything out there. Now, there there are a few different softwares out there that, that we, we, we play, you know, we're all on the same level playing field. We do things a little differently than others, and, and we all know, you know, what, what, what we fit, you know, which customers we fit. And we mm-hmm. openly talk about that amongst each other. We're friends. And, and it's and it's good business to have, um, but de- software specifically is huge because now it allows you to measure what it is you're doing. So you're not looking at just the checking account and say, "Do I have money in the bank?" It's, yeah. okay, now I have the the numbers, the analytics. I got consistent pricing. I got you know where I can sell. So yeah, I'll let you uh, let you kind of speak on that. You know, it's our CPM. My best friend is 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 in business. Is you know naturally my wife uh, Chris, mm-hmm. but right there with them is my CPA. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. I get. I've got. I, I look every day. I've got right on my phone, and this was a development a couple of years ago. Is I've got my. You know, our, our CPA knows me. She knows me real well. Our bookkeepers know me. You know, is they're they're not just bookkeepers, not CPAs. It's our CPA is actually a a a a um, uh, financial advisor, and mm-hmm. so they're constantly advising us where to put our money and where not to, and where we're headed. My dreams. They know it. Sure. Uh, once every six months, I have a, a dream scope I share with them. Uh, just a, a, a few weeks ago, my CPA sat back and went, oh, my God, I got to put an extension on your taxes. Mm-hmm. And I said, why? And she goes, no, it's a good thing. I just didn't understand two or three things you explained that just changed your entire where we're going. Yep. And yep. what it does with software is that brings it all into a micro yep. is that we see the big road with our finances here. But it starts down at Napa the Earth. It starts with our local software, yeah. and it and it runs. And let me tell you, you can pretend to be a business all you want, but unless you're looking at your freaking speedometer and your tachometer and your gas gauge, is you, you're just you're just playing office, man. I don't care if you're <laughs> a person. You're playing now. I understand, man. I started with twenty bucks in my pocket. It's, I yep. drained, I got. I screwed myself so bad. At 31 years old, it wasn't. It was unreal, mm-hmm. unbelievable. I started with nothing, but software had to be there because yeah. I knew I had to track what the hell I was really doing, what I thought I was doing, and and what I knew I could do. Because I'm a good salesman, man. That service right there, I like to provide it. Well, yeah. you like to provide it, but you ain't making no money at that. <laughs> the one that you don't like doing is where you're making the hourly. And guess what? You can hire six people to do that thing. And multiplier, it's a force multiplier, and you can make a hell of a lot more money. Well, guess what? I'm not addicted to shine. I'm addicted to profits. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shine don't pay my bills. Right? <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I have four kids, man. They all like Nike shoes. That was hell it was expensive as hell, you know? 
Yeah, and, you know, you mentioned the, the, the failures that you had or that, you know, the, the stepping stones that got you to where you are. And, and, you know, what I try to tell everybody is let 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 the ones that I've had be your experience too. listen to what I'm telling you I did wrong. And let me kind of steer you in the direction so you can avoid some of those. I mean, you're going to you're going to mess up. You're going to fail. Yeah. Things are going to happen. You're going to get your fair share, too. But let's let's go ahead and take some of these that we know that you don't have to run into because we solved those problems already off the shelf. And you go find some new problems to fight (laughs) to to fight. Let us solve those other ones that that, that we've already been through. So, you know, my mentors, the thing when I was young is growing up where I did a tough town, really tough town with a tough Italian grandma and, and mom. And there was no, if I came in bleeding, it was, it broke. It was a hemorrhaging. No, go on. There was no, there was no safety net underneath my entire life for the first 30 years. When a safety net came in is when I married my wife, because now there's two of us, you know, and she's dynamo, man. She is powerful. And so I tell people all the time, I said, you know, the thing that I did right was I protected who got my, who got my ear, Mm -hmm. you know, and who was able to feed me except for one time. And that one time cost me a decade. It set me back wow. a decade is because I got some stinking thinking into my mind and it wasn't, it wasn't my reality is I try to catapult myself from a pretty good location into the fitness, the atmosphere. Yeah. And it cost me everything because I wasn't ready for that move. Wow. Just wasn't ready for that move. Now I brought it back down slowly. I started getting healthy. I got into a really dark spot when I weighed hit is that a poor kid. What do we judge ourselves on? How much is our bank account and what our credit score is? Both yep. went to shit. I salvaged my business. I salvaged a little bit of real estate. I, but, you know, to me, when I saw things get hit, there was things beyond my control. Well, guess what? There's like, I don't know, 30 million people that were in the same position. Same, as, yep, you know, exactly. boo-hoo, right? <laughs> right. I went to a dark spot. I went, I'm not ashamed to say this. I had to go get some counseling. So much so, it was in my mind. And we're, hey, maybe, maybe I check out of this thing. Maybe that life insurance policy is better off setting my family up than I'm worth. And what a horrible, horrible thing to think about, you know, how, and you know what, there's nobody, you know, who's to blame me and my little pity party. Right. I'm a macho dude, man. I'm military. I'm search and rescue. I'm a entrepreneur. I've been a million, I was a millionaire at 40 years old. You know, I don't need help. Yeah, I did. Yep. And thank God I had the balls to go take in and get that help. And thank God I found the right person. And, she stood and I tell you every once in a while, I think I need to freshen up because, you know, <laughs> has changed, you know, and, yeah. and you go through different things. And, and again, sure. is, as, as you succeed, I had one of my mentors tell me this, this was the co-founder of, 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 uh, I owned another company that was in the, we, we, we were, my wife's a former federal agent. She was in the mm-hmm. federal, at the federal level, uh, with our backgrounds as we owned a company as an executive protection and transportation company. And Jeff Brotman, one of the, the founding fathers of, of, of Costco, was one of our clients. Oh, wow. And I talked to him, he's writing a book one day, and I said, you know, I said, what's, you know, what's the biggest difference between running a big company and a little company? And he goes, the size of your problems. Yeah, All they do is, yeah, yeah. you know, wow. and, he, and you know that as a big staff right now, is that if your staff's going through a divorce, you're going through a divorce. If they got the flu, you've got the flu. If they got a hangnail, you got a hangnail. Uh, you know, if they're doing, if they're doing powerful things, you're doing powerful things. If they're if they say something stupid to a, to a customer, it's on you. And Absolutely. so you have to be very careful of your staff and, and who you hire and how you treat them and how you pay them and controlling your whole, you know, one of the things at PNS that I'm really proud of within the double black line is that, you know, the culture, I'm real protective over the culture and there's things that's going to happen. There's people that are going to say things. There's people that have opinions and I just can't, I got to be Teflon and I got to be able to take and show the rest of the world. That's not me. Might be a representative, but it's not me. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and you said a lot there, man. I, that's that's the truth. And you know, they and we right before you came on, we were speaking on that. And and you know, we have been through some trying times. As the owner, I've gone through some stuff here recently. That's that's really kind of pushed me to that edge of of, of, of literally, you know, can speak basically to where you were. And so you realize real quick that that my energy and my vibe feeds this place, and it has to have. I'm the lifeline. I'm the the, the heartbeat of this place. But, you know, it's it's not, you know, it's okay, too. It's okay to say, hey, that I had, a, you know, that, 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 that was tough, you know, that we can come through that and we can fight through it and we're going to be all right on the other side of things. And, and you know, and if it takes counseling or whatever it takes to go, hey, man, you know, we're not, we don't have to be the, the toughest guy in the room and have all the answers. We can also ask other people and we can also seek other, you know, advice and, and, and that helps us, you know, be better owners and leaders and 
And then as far as our um, culture around here, we really have a, um, you know, we have strong-minded, we have very strong-minded, strong-willed people that do their own thing, you know, and they have their own, you know, in within our company, this is their own little company, you know, and there is no limit, you know, there is no, it, I tell them, if you feel like that you're at any point that you can reach your max, you are wrong, because I don't feel like that. Everybody should be chasing my job, and then I'm going after something bigger, you know, and, uh and, and that's the way that we feel about things here. You know, that's the culture that we've created. And I appreciate the fact that you come to me now for advice, you know, and I'm able to really, you know, <laughs> yeah. give you give Well, you we the, have this hour together, and we yeah. get to, you know, get to talk to Ryan about it. No, that's, yeah, right. I can see the love. I can see the love. Oh, man. Oh, man, it's it's great. So uh, Speaking of love. Uh, yes. Um, okay, uh, we, so can't, we I, can't get off without this. No, one. absolutely not. So yeah. I, I do know that you are, are affiliated with the Abens, Chris Abens, Mike Abens, and you're yep. able. Yeah. And um, yeah. I am a as passionate, I think, about software is Chris's. Absolutely. And I wonder, you know, where do you see the software industry and the detailing world going in the next 10 years? Uh, let me tell you, it's it's amazing what all you guys have. You know, there's, there's like four main contenders that are yes. really centered around detailing, you know, and all of you guys, you know, I'm a late bloomer to you guys because it just, I knew you, I don't know why I was afraid to, I was nervous to approach you guys, to be honest. I was a little, really? yeah, well, yeah. you know, everybody, I mean, I don't know. You guys just seem like rock stars. And I was like, you know, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know, you know, I mean, yeah. it was just, yeah. but you know, you guys, I mean, you're one of the ones in, in, I'm going to get a little emotional because mm-hmm. uh, software's got the opportunity mm-hmm. to keep people on. Um, can I get a little colorful? Absolutely. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. It says, go ahead. Software can keep you from getting your own mind fucked up. Yes, that's right. I don't want people to take and do. You see, you you see this. See where I'm at. I'm 56 mm-hmm. years old, man. What you don't see is the 30 years. This is what, yep. In the scars. Yeah. In the middle scars. Listen, I've pulled people out. I've seen some really hunked up things uh-huh. in my life. What humanity does to other people and. The damage that I've done for my business and my finances from not knowing and guessing back in the early, early, early days did more damage to me than every dead body I've seen. Because here's why. They trained me how to deal with that burden of, of when I was a young medic, when I was a, when I was a young team leader, when I was a you know, young squad leader, when I became you know commander. All these different things is that they trained us how to deal with those things nobody ever taught me how to deal with the stresses i was going to fit and there's people powerful people that are much more attached and have kept themselves out of that cesspool than me i put myself right into it and it was financial software it's not going to be the answer because you guys can only make suggestions people are going to have to make decisions to implement it into their lives and let me tell you this: as I get emo- I've never gotten this emotional on a podcast oh, no. because it that side of it. Because I came from such a humble beginning, and I never dreamed my bike is over there. You talk about starting mobile. Yeah, I used to ride eight miles one way. Oh, you're kidding! It was to get my grandma so she didn't have to use food stamps. Oh my god! Wow, I tell you, man, and, it, and it's real. You know, this this brings it, you know, it, it to, to reality for a lot of people because I know a lot of people can relate. You know, a lot of people, they, they're coming through their struggle right now and been through their struggle. And this is, you know, this is their way out. And, you know, to use this to to, to, to do that. Go ahead. And more people think that it's going to help you succeed. And here's what it's going to do. It's going to tell you when you need a part-time job. Absolutely. Or you need to be telling a sidekick for a bit. Yep. Is that don't give up your dream. Just my wife and I both had, you know, sorry, but. Oh, my wife and I had both had side gigs, man. Detailing wasn't the full-time thing for a bit. Because sure. we had to work it in. In 08, I remember her going, holy crap, maybe I got to go back to work. And she did Absolutely. seasonal for a little bit to, to, to so that we didn't hurt ourselves. We well, do what you and, have to do. You know? Yeah, that was 14 years ago. Yeah. You know, 14 years ago. is, And we we're, we were at seven-figure you know, seven value. Yeah. And that's how concerned. Like right now, we're seeing what's happening. I, you got the Porsche behind. I'm a huge Porsche mm-hmm. fan. I got a Porsche here, and I got an, another newer one. We're uh-huh. dumping shit right now because yeah. we see inflation going up, 
and I'm simplifying my life. This is a great time to get rid of some stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, this is about the only Porsche I can afford to drive right now with it, gas as high as it is. It, 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 it's that's just okay. a backdrop. Make sure you find a new Mazda is something yeah. that gets good. And what we know is this. You go into a weak economy strong, you come out of that, that weak economy stronger. Stronger, stronger. But, absolutely. You know, I don't give a shit. I got cool shit. You know, I've got yeah. I've but I got cool people in my life and and I'm going to I'm going to dumb it down because when when things get low, guess what I'm going to do? My dream car, man. You know, is that I'm going to get that dream car that's going to be I've got a 67 Chevelle here. Yeah. That was the dream car before everything exploded in 08 and she's getting ready to get a frame off, you know, body off restoration, nice. man. She's everything done yes. to it. And the reason why I'm going to do it now is everything's starting to sink. Those guys are going to work. I'm going to take work. Yeah. Yep. And so, you know, you got to think like an entrepreneur in software to get back to it. You guys and, and your and your quality associates, there's mm -hmm. there's very few, you know. Yep. And you guys are giving hope to the beginners and you're giving tools to the to the future entrepreneurs and you're growing in the future millionaires, by the way, yeah. and you're growing the millionaires to new statuses Absolutely. is that this is no longer a, an industry. I remember when people used to ask me, hey, what do you do for a living? I'm a detailer. What, what's yeah, that? Yeah, or, yeah. You know, is that there's a time to where that wasn't very. Now, what do I do? I try and call. Loud and proud, baby. Loud and proud. I was the same way, man. I was. You should try explaining, uh, you know, what I do for selling a living. Detailing to, software. <laughs> yeah, selling detailing <laughs> selling software. Oh, it's not, it's, so you're saying it's not glamorous? Well, no, I'm, I'm just saying I haven't been able to express it in such a way that people, people are like, understand. oh, I get it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like so detailing specific software. That's, that's So I want to, uh, Rennie, I want to surprise you with something real quick. Um, you probably don't know, but, but Ryan was actually a participant in one of your um, – uh, when you were uh, Air Force One, Air Force One mm -hmm. detailing, and you don't know that he was there, but he was actually there. So I actually have a picture that I'm going to show you. Ryan actually got to take a picture with Miss Chris Evans standing on the wing there, and <laughs> <laughs> by far and he, one of my best memories. Yeah, and he just happened to be uh, wearing a Urable shirt, and uh, no, it, uh, I think we have the original picture, and this is the kind of relationship we have with the Evans and and then okay. uh, Jody and. And Rod over at your, uh, Road FS, and you know, and so we have this kind of fun relationship. And you guys don't see this was the actual picture, and <laughs> Ryan just—I was just jealous. I was yeah. like, man, I want to be on that wing, and yeah. I, you know, I made it happen. And, I, I, yeah, and, and happen. so just so you know, like this is the kind of you know that's the relationship that we have with these guys, and and, and you know, we, it's a lot of fun, and 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 they offer great relate, you know, great software. They're great people. Um, yeah. Their customer service is top notch. Chris is. And, and you know, they're just good people and, and good friends of ours, and so we look forward to seeing them at different events and poking fun and, and having a good time. But you know, that's what it's all about. You guys are making the tide rise for everybody, all of you guys, and none of you can do it solo. It's all just right. like us retailers. We've got one town, a little town in Oregon. We've got three detail mafia members in a small town of sixty thousand people. Wow. Guess what's happened? None of them are out of business. The other guys are suffering a little bit. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Because our guys are taking some high end work away. Sure. You know. Um, but we, we're, we're good competition. But what's happened is that market's grown. Mm -hmm. that The demand for detailing has gotten bigger. Yeah, that's right. So you guys are doing the same thing. You're helping people become more. Yeah, simple as that. Well, it's uh, I tell you, it's an exciting time, and uh, you know, I, I can't, you know, I, I love where we're at, and it's and it's exciting. And I want to thank you for jumping on. We're gonna to have to we're gonna to have to wrap it up. If we if we, I do this all day, man, I yeah. tell you, this is one of my favorite podcasts. Yeah, today. Cool, guys. Oh, absolutely. But listen, I mean, uh, I when like I told you earlier, I was so thankful when when we reached out and you and you uh, you know willingly accepted to come on our podcast. I was I was I was pleasantly surprised, and th and I want to thank you for your time. It means the world to me to have this conversation with you. And uh, I know for a fact, I, well, you know, we can check off if somebody got something out of this thing because I know I did. Yeah. And I know there's probably a bunch of other people that are getting stuff too. So thank you for well, your we, time. We and, and, first, and invite you over to ours. We got to get you on the podcast. I'll so I'll have, to. I'll, I'll, I'll have, uh, I'll have uh, Chris reach out to you. But hey, before yeah, we go, yeah. I want to thank my, my, my wife uh, yeah. real quick for always being by my side. She's been my champion. Bob and Dave, PNS, thank you. Chris, couldn't deal without you. The Mafia, you guys, you know, you guys have always supported me. I support you to the end. And then, uh, you know, pals are, 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 are for life. Yeah. And as long as you're going to take and have common appreciation, I'm going to be your friend for life. You know, That's right. that appreciation and, and, and giving credit where credit's due is, is, is massively important in this industry. It's something that's really lacking in you guys as leaders. We need to pass that on to everybody we come in contact to. Is I'm going back. I mentioned people that have been in my life for 40, 
42 years, 43 wow. years, you know, wow. that will, even when they're dead and gone, is they're going to be the legacy. They're, they're the platform that I built my life off, not just my business, mm -hmm. it's my life. Uh, but we want to invite you guys SEMA Wednesday night, our annual party Absolutely. at SEMA. You guys better Absolutely. be there. We'll it's open to everybody. We are going to have to do a little bit different this year. We're going to have your RSVP because we're going to have to tap it out. We had 400 plus people. We're going to tap it out at 500 this year. But we'd love to have you guys involved. Well, we'll be there. Thank we'll be there. Thank you for amazing. the yeah for the invite. And again, thank you for your time, man. It's awesome. Um, yeah, I'd love to jump on your podcast. Uh, I'm honored to. We to would even love be that. that. We trying to take all the credit. <laughs> well, we would love to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ron's caught a lot of love and flag today, but yeah. listen, uh, Rennie, had a great time talking to you. I look forward to uh, many conversations in the future, and uh, you you have a great day, man. Pleasure. We'll see you later. Pleasure meeting you, Thanks, guys. Appreciate the time. Thanks for having Thank you, guys. Well, that was awesome. Yeah, that was cool. That was really, really cool. So, uh, Ryan, I just hate that you're going to have to miss that party. I think you got to work that <laughs> Somebody's got to cover the phones, man. Oh, Christine. Dude, that's, Christine. She, she loves doing that. Yeah, that's, that's cool, man. I don't even know how we do this now after that. I don't either. I mean, I don't so, either. should we cancel the next segment? Just, no. no. I, okay. I mean, what is your favorite segment? It is my favorite segment. I mean, so, what, uh, what time is it anyway? I don't know, Justin. The timing so, is impeccable. Oh, I love it. Uh, today we're going to be testing out dryer sheets to see if you can actually remove bugs from your bumper. Okay. Chris put this test. Uh, put this hack. Ah, put this hack to the test. Yeah. So let's see if this hack is whack. Oh, look at him running through the daisies. Look at this. Oh, I love it. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So, so who's this? So Chris is there with his mom, and he's getting the dryer sheet out of the dryer, and now he's what is he he's at the front of a car yeah. to clean the bugs off of the dryer sheet? Is that what's happening? I mean, I believe it just happened, oh. and it looks like. It cleared it up. So this this hack is a little bit. Oh, no, here we go. Okay. Yeah, you're a little ahead of the game. So he's scrubbing and he's using this dryer sheet to scrub the bugs. Now, I think I know a little bit about what's going on here. Oh, please fill me in. Okay, so a couple things are happening. The the dryer agent does have a chemical in there that softens things up. Okay, inevitably it's softening clothes up. Um, and so it's got it's got some product in there that's going to help it soften things up. But really, what it is is the texture, texture of is the, the texture of the fabric. And when you use a bug, you know, a bug sponge or, or you know, um, Lord have mercy, uh, a bug remover, um, they're textured. You're right. And so they're designed to not scratch, but they have that grippy texture sure. to it so you can scrape the bugs off without hurting the paint. And inevitably, that's, that's a cheesecloth. That's almost really like that. what's happening. Yeah, that, it's like right? that, kind of like that. So so you can tell that the texture of this uh, – that this um, – a dryer sheet is, you know, is that's what's used doing the cleaning. You got to be careful not to scratch oh, the yeah, vehicle. It obviously, will it, it will absolutely scratch. But so, so it's. I think it's safe to say. Okay, I think it's safe <laughs> to say that if you're in the middle of the woods, middle of the woods, gotcha. Okay, all you have is a bumper with bugs on it. Okay, that and a dryer. Yeah, and a dryer sheet. Well, that happens. Yeah, okay, and a little bit of water. You can use that dryer sheet water and clean the bugs off that bumper. I think this hack is confirmed. confirmed it, it works. Hack. Yeah, it is not a. We are not hacks. It is a hack. Wow, it man, works. I love it. it. Works. It works. Listen, that's going to wrap up this episode of Play by Play. We could do this all day long, but I know you are bored to death and probably hungry. So we'll be continuing our influencer series next week. Until then, keep us up. Keep up with us on social media. Yeah, if you can find us uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts: yeah. Apple, Spotify, Facebook, YouTube. We're everywhere, man. I think our podcast is streaming live on Instagram now. If not, it will be soon. And uh, listen, looking forward to a great show today. Appreciate you guys coming out. Appreciate the support. Keep sending those messages in and comments. And we will see you next week. Peace.